You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta News Bulletin. It is Friday the 7th of February and we're coming to you live from the Budgie Smuggler booth in downtown Batuta. My name is Wendell Hussey and joining me today is Desert Rock FM royalty, Bruce Hitchcock, a veteran of the station for more than 45 years. Welcome back, Bruce. Thank you for having me, Wendell. It's been a long time. Happy to be back. And today the show is brought to the good people of Batuta by Budgie Smuggler. As an old man, very comfortable in his own skin, you've been rocking the Budgie Smugglers for quite a while, haven't you? Yeah, that's absolutely right, Wendell. Look, I've been smuggling Budgies since before it was fashionable and certainly before the dad bod was a trend, but I've been rocking it for some time now. And look, it's nice to see him doing so well. They are doing very well. And if you would like to get in on the trend, head to budgiesmuggler.com and pick yourself up a pair. Now getting the news rolling, the coronavirus still seems to be spreading faster than gossip in a small country town, and the government is facing criticism for its handling of the situation. The headline on the story we wrote was, Government makes mistake of exposing Australian citizens to how shit Christmas Island Detention Centre is. Now, I haven't been to Christmas Island myself, Wendell, but was surprised to hear the description of the living conditions, including cockroaches, insects, dirty bed linen and unclean cots for babies. Sounds very similar to some share houses that I came up in back in the day. Yeah, it certainly does. And a lot of these people who were evacuated from Wuhan, the centre of the outbreak, were moved into these share house-like conditions on Christmas Island in the detention centre. And they were posting a lot of these photos, which caused a little bit of outrage around the country. And it caused a little bit of heat for the government with a lot of these Australian residents saying they can't just go locking them up and treating them like refugees. A couple of people here leaving a few comments. Gabrielle Robinson, how could it be that bad? It's got Christmas right there in the name. Or Curly Hermoso, who said, do they go to Easter Island on Good Friday? Fair question. And Joel Cracknell, but it's Christmas Island. Imagine having Christmas every day. That's how good it is. All very pertinent questions. And there were a lot more comments like that on that story. And in other national news now, a maths producer has been fired after pairing up two people relatively suited to each other. Now, Bruce, you're an avid maths viewer. Mm -hmm. What did you make of this? Well, look, it certainly was a shock to the system as me and the wife and the uh, the kids sat down of an evening to watch maladjusted human beings scream and shout at one another. Now, I think the writing was on the wall when you saw the sleeve tat on the young lady and also her husband. They were almost matching sleeve tats, weren't they? Correct. It almost looked like they knew one another and the lower back tattoos on both was certainly an indicator that maybe too similar and that's proven to be the case. Now, look... Sex on the first date isn't necessarily an indication that they are made for each other, though it is early days, and whilst I think it was right for the producer to be sacked, I think it's also watch this space. Yeah, they're not out of the woods just yet, Bruce. Good point. The executive producer apparently told that producer that if she wanted to keep her job, she needed to make them cheat on camera or something in that vein, but unfortunately she wasn't able to make that happen, so she's off to the Great Australian Bake Off for Lego Battles or something like that. Love Lego Battles. Excited to see what she does there. And in other news now, a young Byron mum has been caught refilling Aesop bottle with palm olive. Uh, Yes, Wendell. A-siphoning, I believe, is the term. A disgusting practice, despicable even, where one misleads guests in their house as to the soap that they are using to clean their hands. Now, not only is it misleading, but potentially dangerous, because if you think about all of the other dirtier soaps 
that one should avoid when going through the supermarkets. You don't really know what you're putting on your hands, and I think that's concerning. Yeah, it's all well and good to move to Byron for a bit of a sea change or a tree change or whatever it is you're looking for, but if you move to that area, you do need to rise to the standards of the Shire, and that means shelling out 20 or $30 for a bottle of Aesop hand wash or body wash or shampoo or dressing your kids in off-white linen, mm. spending a lot of time researching the dangers of vaccine and 5G, and making sure you no longer drink any form of cow's milk. Not to mention highly priced scented candles, sandalwood, ocean spray, and Balinese wooden products. And back home in our area now, a lazy Labrador has let out a small oof at the sound of potential danger this week. Yeah, this was an interesting one, Wendell. The Labrador sensed that something might be wrong and in fact was correct. There was a petty thief looking to break into the Labrador's home, but upon hearing the oof, was deterred to enter the premises. Now, when speaking to the seasoned thief, he told us that it's not the size of the oof in the dog, it's the size of the dog giving the oof. Yeah, he did also say barking is a sign of overcompensation, and that's why chihuahuas are such noisy little fuckers, which is a very apt point as well, Bruce. Mm. Now, wrapping up with some sports news, and the Australian team for the upcoming T20 and one-day international matches against South Africa was named this week, and there were some controversial calls, which seems to be the case as always. We wrote a story about that, and that was selectors increasingly worried that their wives keep asking about the Greek boy from Perth. Uh, yes, uh, Marcus Stoinis, the oil rig, I believe, as he's affectionately known. Now, for those of you that aren't aware of Marcus's work, arms for days, hair for days, and one of the greatest faces in Australian sport right now, just from a purely aesthetic sense. So I can understand why wives, girlfriends, wags are becoming increasingly frustrated maybe with his lack of selection. And it's believed that his Adonis-like looks are one of the major reasons why he's been snubbed by selectors. So we're not sure when this stalemate will end. And on that note, Bruce, I think that bow ties the bulletin for this week. Thank you at home for tuning in once again. Don't forget to subscribe to get your weekly dose of honest, hard-hitting regional news. Until next week, I'm Wendell Hussey. And I'm Bruce Hitchcock.